0: Hello and welcome back to the second ever episode of Jade Talks Wrestling with your host, me, Jane Melissa. Now, I think first of all, I should probably apologize that this episode is coming so much after my first episode where I said I was going to drop an episode every single Wednesday. That uh, obviously did not happen and that obviously was not how things were gonna go. I know it's no excuse, but uh, I I graduated college and I had to move out of where I was living for college. And so, you know, life got ahead of me. I took a nice little hiatus from recording any podcasts and recording any videos writing any wrestling blog stuff. I did keep up to date with watching wrestling, of course. I also kept up to date with my Instagram where I post lovely WWE shop shots and other sort of wrestling related things. So, shameless plug here. I'm going to give you my Instagram, which is such a shameless plug, but if you guys are not following me, you should follow me on Instagram because I post some bomb selfies. They're okay. They're all taking with my iPhone and I should really get an iPhone X because that camera is so much better. But, you know, I'm going to continue taking crappy portrait photos on my iPhone 7 Plus and uploading them to my Instagram, which is oh, hello, Jade, which is like, oh, hello, Jade. Yep, that is my username. So if you guys are not following me, uh, I guess pause the podcast here go open Instagram, follow me, come back here, unpause the podcast, and then continue listening. And (laughs) if you own any sort of wrestling-related merchandise or shirts like that, and you want me to collaborate with you, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or email me at jadetalkswrestling.com at gmail.com I'd be glad to work with you um, I'm open to collaborating with ev- anyone and I just like putting that out there so shameless little plug Instagram Oh Hello Jade you can also follow me on Twitter I'm um, don't really. i way more popular on Instagram but I tweet a little bit um, I use the Twitter I look at memes and stuff like that it's sometimes wrestling related sometimes not but that is Oh Hello Jade as well and then if you want to follow me on the Snapchat. All I really do are take snaps of my cat, but she's funny. She's cute. She's like a three-year-old teenager in a cat body. She's my little buggy bug. She's my monkey butt. That is, oh hello Jade as well. Or if you just want to sit here and listen to me talk about wrestling, that's cool too. And let's dive right into it. So you remember when I released my first podcast episode? If you listened to that, or if you did not, uh, spoiler alert: I talked about wrestling and WWE in particular because that's kind of the main theme with my podcast. Is I'm going to be talking about wrestling. Um, I'll probably do an episode closer to All In, talking about All In, but right now I am focusing on the world of WWE and NXT and Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live or anything like that, so that is what I am focusing on, and my first episode was about... women's evolution and a little bit about myself and how I became a fan of wrestling and everything like that. And then I talked about how I was incredibly lucky back in January to be able to fly to Philadelphia and watch the first ever women's Royal Rumble, which really gave me a new love and a new appreciation for women's wrestling, which of course I had before because I am, I'm all into women's wrestling and women being taken serious, not only in the world of sports entertainment, but the world of athletics and the world itself and the world of entertainment. So that was something that really I enjoyed and I still talk about to this day. Of course, I I was incredibly lucky and I think that any other um, WWE show that I will ever go to will never compare to how great Uh, WrestleMania. Wow, I've never been to a WrestleMania, but I'm really hoping that year changes, but I don't think any other WWE event will ever compare to the Royal Rumble, where I got to see the first ever 30 Women Royal Rumble. It was great, but moving on, so what is the theme of this episode. Um, I know that I, in the past, was going to talk about, like, tag teams and talk about 205 Live, and I will get to that in episodes that I promise I will record way more frequently and way more often than I have because, you know, I'm sorry, but life got ahead of me, and I'm back, and I'm doing this, and I even created a cute little intro for myself, but yeah. So, what is my theme? My theme for this week's episode is kind of predicting what Stephanie McMahon is going to say and make um, for her announcement this Monday, July 23rd, regarding the women's evolution and women's wrestling in general. Now, I know on the dirt sheets and online, there have been predictions of an all-women's pay-per-view. Which, um, from what I've been reading, cause of course I do keep up with dirt sheets and I do like to read that stuff cause, you know, I like to be in the loop, uh, you know, spoiler, I read all spoilers and I don't like to be surprised when it comes to my wrestling. I don't know why. I- except when it comes to like some live stuff, I like to be surprised, but if there are spoilers out there, I go find them. <laughs> so what, um, has been on the dirt sheets and what has been a hot topic about, What this, um, this, uh, announcement is going to be is it's going to be an all women's pay-per-view, much kind of like the uh, greatest Royal Rumble that happened this past year in Jeddah Saudi Arabia, where we saw no females compete, not because of WWE, but because of laws and everything and customs. And, um, you know, when you're in a foreign country, you kind of have to abide by their foreign customs just for your safety and the safety of others. So, I think we are going to see an all-women's pay-per-view match. I heard, um, the rumor is that it is slated to happen sometime towards the end of September and I heard that it is right now in the talks of being in Long Island, which is a little confusing. I don't know why they would pick Long Island. Um, I thought I heard some logistics that, like, the night it's supposed to happen, is in Long Island, but Raw the next night is like on the other side of the country and that doesn't really make sense. So, I don't know, we can't always trust um spoilers and dirt sheets and stuff like that, but I do predict that Stephanie McMahon will say that there will be an all-women's pay-per-view event and that is going to be just one, just one of her announcements cuz I'm thinking that there is going to be a whole heck of a lot She is about to announce because, obviously, it is a really big deal to have the commissioner of WWE to make her uh, appearance at Raw, which she hasn't been at Raw in quite some time. I can't tell you off the top of my head because I don't really know. I should know because I've definitely watched every single Raw since she left and before she left. But, so... That's just one of the predictions that I have. I think also at that time, I think she is going to announce that, I think it's time, but I think we are going to get WWE Women's Tag Team Championship titles. Yeah, I'm predicting it, I'm saying it, and I am standing by my word, and I will be so disappointed if that does not happen, I also am kind of thinking that maybe at this big pay-per-view, um, that's when the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions are going to be crowned. I think it's going to be, um, either brand can win it. I think people from Raw can win it. I think people from SmackDown Live can win it because, I mean, face it, we have teams like Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. We have Ruby, not Ruby Riot. We have, um, Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. We have obviously the iconic duo, Peyton Rice and Billy Kay, which, spoiler alert, those are my picks to be the inaugural wwe women tag team champions i mean who else who else would you give it to you also have like naomi and lana you could put charlotte flair and becky lynch together you could do that whole like sasha banks and bailey together which i think ultimately if wwe do- does go down that road and stephanie mcmahon does make the announcement of um introducing a women's tag team championship Titles, I think in the finals, I think we are going to see it like a Raw versus SmackDown. So I think we are going to see Sasha Banks and Bayley versus Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. I think that'll be the finals. So maybe we could even get NXT involved in it. I don't know. I'm excited, and I think we will also possibly see the final of the May Young Classic. I don't know if I don't know if that final is going to be recorded in August when the rest of it happens or I don't know if later on down the road they're gonna have it kind of like a live special but what I'm guessing is that it's very very possible that that finale could be at this all women's pay-per-view match I think we could also see a very special um kind of gimmick thing. So I know we have seen a women's money in the bank, we have seen a women's elimination chamber, we have seen a women's royal rumble. We have seen uh, we've seen like Lumber Jill, Lumber Jack matches. My guess and I know this is going to be a very very big guess, but I think we might possibly see a queen the ring tournament. I mean, wha- why not bring back this amazing tournament for a groundbreaking pay per view like that? I-, I think I think it's a no brainer to have something so special because you can kind of base your pay per view around this Queen of the Ring tournament. And I know there have been rumors about bringing the King of the Ring tournament back for um, the NXT UK brand because it would make sense, obviously. So I think think Stephanie McMahon could definitely adopt that idea and turn it into something special with the women's division and do kind of like a women's queen of the ring tournament with the winner obviously crowned at this all women's pay-per-view match. We could also see some several great matchups at this match. We could finally, we could see Charlotte versus Asuka too. We could possibly see Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey and kind of plant the seeds um, for their eventual WrestleMania match because I think that's on the card for WrestleMania. I think they are going to do Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, but I don't know. That would require them being on the same brand, and they're currently not. But I'm really hoping we get to see Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, too. Um, maybe we'll even get to see Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch will be heading out of SummerSlam as the WWE SmackDown Live Women's Champion, just like I think Ronda Rousey will be heading out of SummerSlam as the Raw Women's Champion, which kind of brings me to my next topic that I wanted to talk about, which is a, it is about our current WWE Raw Women's Champion, which is no secret, it is Alexa Bliss, the goddess of WWE, Alexa Bliss, who has held championship after championship after championship while joining the main roster just a little under two years or just a little over two years ago. I saw that the other day. She tweeted like this kind of throwback of when she got drafted to the main roster, which I was so excited about because Alexa Bliss is quite honestly one of my favorite female wrestlers and my favorite favorite female sports entertainers because she is just the perfect villain which lately I've been seeing a lot of people on the internet kind of talking about like how she has only gotten where she's gotten because of her body or accused her of sleeping with WWE officials which is it's gross and in a time where we talk so highly about women's evolution and getting away from that Um, negative uh, diva connotation that was there back in the divas, um, kind of the divas time where these women were not actual athletes, but more eye candy and they weren't taken serious. To have people talk about Alexa Bliss, who is our current Raw Women's Champion and who is an amazing athlete. She was an amazing athlete in school. She works incredibly hard. I know some people are criticizing her because of her not taking um, as many bumps during like the extreme rules match or during the money in the bank match where she won or they're complaining about her being pushed but at the same time they are not attacking kind of the creative side and the creative direction and the writing. They are more attacking the wrestler and when you say that this person is only getting ahead because of their looks or who they're sleeping with or any kind of that gross, disgusting type stuff, you're really pushing back the women's evolution and the women's movement by years to still talk about women um, and to kind of take their accomplishments and demean them because they got them in some nefarious way, which is not how it happened. Um. I, I think she's an amazing athlete and she went through the NXT territory just like a lot of other athletes. Um, she put her time in. She, she delivers incredible promo after promo. I really don't think there is a better heel on the main roster for females than Alexa Bliss. And if you can name one, please tell me because I'm waiting. I really don't think there's a better heel right now on the main roster then Alexa Bliss. She is an incredible female heel. I mean, of course, you have Carmella over on SmackDown, who is an incredible uh, female heel as well, but she also has that ability to be a face, whereas Alexa Bliss is just, just a natural heel. And then you have her at, like, conventions where she takes a fan aside and kind of talks to her about her eating disorder and is so open with the struggles that she had to just have people kind of tear her down and diminish her accomplishments is it's it's gross and it's not how wrestling fans should be it's not how any kind of sports fans should be and when we talk about women's evolution and we talk about women's empowerment um we can think that we are 10 steps ahead but when we have fans like that both both male, female all genders are talking like that we are really we're only we're only really like five steps instead of ten steps we're only five steps because things like that still happen and it, it shouldn't be and it's kind of sad and I don't mean to be a downer but I just wanted to kind of talk about that because it was something that was on my mind um, when I was talking to my friend Andrea about how I was gonna record this episode um, we were bouncing ideas like, what should I talk about? I wanted to talk about, um, obviously, women's wrestling and the women's movement and evolution and stuff like that within WWE. She's like, you know, you should kind of bring up the stuff we've seen lately about Alexa Bliss. And I'm like, that's such a good idea. It's it's such a tough topic to talk about. And I don't want to sound long-winded and I don't want to rant. But if you are one of those fans that like to kind of diminish a person's character and say that they only got ahead because of who they're sleeping with or any sorts of any sort of stuff like that if you diminish their accomplishments because you can be mad that Alexa Bliss is pushed to high hell over all the women on the roster you can be mad about that what you can't do is say that she got where she got because she's sleeping with someone no she got where she got because she is damn talented. She has some promo skills. Yeah, her her in-ring work is not the best, but you can't tell me that there is a superstar on that roster or on any roster who has perfect in-ring skills. Not every time. No way. No way. So, moving on to my last topic that I wanted to talk about was something that I talked about a little bit um, earlier in the episode. It is the Mae Young Classic 2. WWE announced it a couple weeks ago that I think August 7th and 8th, down at Full Sail University, uh, the tapings for the Mae Young Classic 2 will start, and like last year, it is a 32-woman field Um, We so far have had 15 out of the 32 competitors have been announced and I think one of the biggest announcements that happened that kind of took me by surprise, I knew that possibly it was happening because again I do follow dirt sheets and I kind of stay in that kind of internet circle of stuff that is happening is the announcement that former WWE Divas champion Caitlyn is returning. I don't know if she's returning full-time. I don't know if she's just returning for the May Young Classic, but I'm excited. I don't follow her so much on social media where I um, see what she's doing all the time, but I have seen lately that she looks to be in amazing shape. She looks to have been doing some, uh, she looks to be doing some, um, you know, uh, what do I want to say? She looks to have been doing some independent wrestling as well. So we see that. And I'm thinking that, you know, she, I don't think she's going to win the Mae Young Classic, but I think she will, possibly go all the way to the end. Another name, other names that have been announced so far. We have Ginny. We have, um, Kavita Devi is returning. Mercedes Martinez is returning. Maya Yim, Rena Gonzalez, uh, Rhea Ripley. We have Tegan Knox, who was supposed to be in last year's Million Classic, but unfortunately got injured. We have Nicole Matthews. We have Killer Kelly from Portugal. We have, um, oh, who else? We have Jesse Alaban. We have Lo Chirac. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that name. Um, who else? Oh, yes. We also have Diana Perazzo. has been kind of a bigger name that they announced. She just started at the Performance Center this past week, which, She's been on NXT TV before. She's been on SmackDown. She's done some stuff like that. Um, Most recently, she was kind of a big part of All In. And now we see that she isn't All In. She is kind of All Out. And so I wonder if WWE kind of snatched her up to make sure she wouldn't be All In. I don't know. We can only kind of predict that. Um, I think there are a lot of people who think... Diana is gonna go very far in this competition. I think she might but I think she also might be the Tessa Blanchard of this year and what I mean by that is she's such a big name but I think we're gonna see her go against a bigger name in the first um, first round and potentially get knocked out I don't I don't predict her as the winner. Um, some names that I'm very curious that I really want to see announced for. This Mae Young Classic too. Um, obviously, Britt Baker is on the top of that list. Um, I love to see Britt Baker to perform. She's an incredible athlete. Obviously, she is dating Adam Cole, baby, and that's why a lot of wrestling fans know her. But she also is she is hard hitting. But I think the female wrestler that I want to see announced for the Mae Young Classic most of all, and ultimately signed to the WWE, is. Chelsea Green. Yes, Chelsea Green. I was so excited to see that she finally, well not finally because she's had a few other WWE tryouts, but I was so excited to see that she had a WWE tryout and I really hope it ultimately results in her being in the Mae Young Classic because that woman deserves it. That woman is entertaining And that kind of ends my second podcast episode of Jade Talks Wrestling. Thank you so much for listening to me rant, listening to me kind of get fired up, listening to me, um, ultimately kind of run out of breath. (laughs) Um, thank you so much. Let me know in any sort of comments, uh, DM me on Twitter, DM me on Instagram. If you agree with what I said, if you disagree, if you like this, um, podcast, please share and like it to all sorts of media um, outlets. All your support helps. Any feedback is good feedback. If you ever want to collaborate, please send me an email at jtalkswrestling at gmail.com. I usually reply to all my emails within the same business day. <laughs> so, let me know. Who do you want to see for the May Young Classic 2 Do you guys have any other predictions of what Stephanie McMahon is going to say? Just let me know. And as always, have a great day. Bye, guys.